2: Good Monday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber at the New York Stock Exchange. Futures having some trouble getting out of reverse, uh, despite more optimism about a China reopening and Hong Kong up 4% overnight. A very busy week. Inflation data, more retail and consumer earnings. A roadmap begins with China changing course, set to announce a further easing of its tough COVID curbs as early as Wednesday.
0: Plus, speaking of China, signs of waning demand. Tesla is set to cut its output from its Shanghai factory by more than 20%. 20%. And SBF goes to Washington, or at least he might do it remotely. FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried says he will testify to the House Financial Services Committee.
2: Let's begin with the market set to open lower after a week of gains. Jim, some critical levels. Some argue at this 200-day. I think Mike Wilson, when he comes
3: out, he says Warren Stanley, this is it. We're done with the rally. He has such gravitas that it, it, the market goes down. And I, I, look, I love a guy who has that kind of call. I did not like the substance of the call, which is he felt that earnings were to come down. I think earnings for tech will come down, but the industrials were the leaders right here. No one's talking about it. David, you know the industrials, the actual industrials, have had a kind of parabolic move here, and no one talks about it. All right, well, uh, give me some names. You want names? Yeah, I do. I'll give you names. I want names. Okay, uh, Honeywell. Caterpillar. Uh, Boeing. Uh, Deer. Okay. Uh, Johnson Control. What's going on? Why are they all moving up? Well, I think that what's happened is it's not just China. I think that they actually, this is my thesis, and I'm glad you asked. Yeah. They, unlike companies that issue a lot of stock, you know, called stock based compensation, which you followed, these actually have earnings. They have EBITDA, but they don't call it EBITDA. see because they actually they call it earnings per share. They got earnings per share. And the stocks are not expensive. Honeywell's probably the most expensive of those, but you buy them, and they all have bought stock back when you look at how much. So there's no supply when the futures go up. It's a rather remarkable thing. It feels like another market from the old days where you, know, you you buy a lot of stock back. Buyers come in, no stock, lifts the level, stocks take off. But yeah, makes sense.
0: Does it continue is, I guess, one of the key questions. Well,
3: well you don't have any earnings for a while. Let, let it continue into the next year. Why not? I mean, that's why you see the Dow down. I mean, what is going to... What is going to really be down in the Dow? I mean, you want to well, worry. Well,
0: Salesforce was down on Friday. Well,
3: okay, I didn't mean, I told, it wasn't enterprise software. I didn't talk about enterprise you software. Did. You talked about I did not mention that. You I talked about companies like Honeywell,
2: yeah. okay? Which is a, still a, a big piece of the Dow. Look at that, down five for the year. Do you think it's possible? A couple thousand more points and you're flat for the year. I think <laughs> it could happen.
3: I mean, I think that you've got, if, if China really is, if they really decide, look, I, I'm going to give them their narrative. We beat the tough COVID. The ones that America really failed America. But we have Omicron, which is better, you know, easier to deal with than flu. Go back to work. Stay home if you don't feel well. Right. I mean, what a, that a, you know, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. she won. Well, that's a big part of, of,
0: of what we're seeing today in, as well. Right. By the way, quick public service announcement. On the what? Dow, we always need to say it's a statistically irrelevant index. Of course, it's price weighted, and there's no money index to it. So the fact
3: that it might be flat for the year doesn't mean a thing. I, just statistically, what's important is the Jets probably will not be able to make it into the playoffs. They have a very tough schedule. I just want to balance statistically that. Statistically insignificant. Well, I just want to balance that with what with David's public <laughs> service minute. His public service. <laughs> like I'm people, just saying that the s and at the atomistic. Nasdaq okay, what matters. The atomistic Dow Jones. Okay, so fine. It's an anachronism. Right, yes. but what matters is see, I was actually using it as an example of the industrials doing. Understood, what, and you're, if, you were making a cogent point. Thank you. That's all I wanted. I just wanted to have to be, you know, kind of get my lovey blanket going here and not go down the wrong path.
0: You're, no, you're on good paths. You're on All good right. paths. But uh, I think what
3: is interesting is is that Wilson's going to be right about tech. I really do. Carl, there's a glut of massive proportions everywhere in, uh, in both. And there's too many companies. I've Splunk one tonight. I mean, they're part of this whole software, trying to be more software as a service. I mean, We heard a lot of these last week. I do want to go back. I was dismissive of my partner, David, and I did not mean to be. Salesforce, uh, which my charitable trust has owned from time immemorial. Yes. I, I don't know. I mean, Salesforce is the one everyone's keen on because, like, what happened to Brett? Why did Brett Brett, Brett Taylor, co CEO, go? Um, did they really lose some big accounts? And uh, and what happens is is that this becomes very self fulfilling. Very hard to stop the decline.
2: Interesting. I mean, there is still a uh, some a thesis out there. Ed Yardeni is a good example of companies. Will look to get hyper productive in the coming year. That's one reason he's looking for a soft landing. That's going to rely heavily on software.
3: Absolutely. Workday is another one. Workday stock is going in the right direction. David, when you want to digitize, okay,
2: mm-hmm.
3: you bring in those guys. If you mm-hmm. want to automate, you bring in Emerson. Emerson is another example of the straight up stuff.
0: Um, but your point's an important one, which is that investors are, are sort of congregating around names that are fairly easy to understand in terms of the earnings oh, and where they're coming from. Better than I put it, and it's not an adjusted EBITDA situation that we talk no. about so often, where you're also talking about a great deal of stock-based comp that's not actually a part of it. But but at some point they might need to pay more cash because, of course, right. stock-based but comp doesn't work. So. People- they have such
3: um, a $14 billion in optionality It, it is surprising to see Boeing, though, rallying as strongly, well, isn't it? Like, I mean, given- when you get an order for $100 dream? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Our dreams were just sitting around.
2: And suddenly United? Uh, Morgan Stanley <sighs> uh, ups to overweight, uh, 67, top pick for the new year. They say 2023 could be a Goldilocks year for I airlines. read
3: that, and they talk about you all doing what United Airlines is doing well. Delta is their favorite, David. Uh, travel remains a very strong thesis in this market, versus say, uh, uh, well, I, Lulu's going to have a great week, but the VF note has to be in our A block. But this is our A block. Let's do it then. You mentioned VF well, because there
0: was a uh, there's a, a, a change at the top of VF that does not appear in any way to have been um, anticipated, at least at in all. its immediacy. Uh, what we're talking about here is uh, Steve Rendell's decision, they say, to retire from his position as chairman, he president was and let's CEO. See, um, but that was immediate, uh, effective immediately. Yeah, and and ben so Ador? they put Ben Odor in, who's a director on in an interim ben basis. George. And then, of course, Jim, what you're also mentioning is their outlook for fiscal year 23, reflecting the impact of weaker than anticipated consumer demand across
3: its categories, primarily in North America. Major estimate cuts. Uh, Vans down 13%. I was trying to figure out who picks up on that. Does that. Is it uh, Hey Dude, you know, Crocs? Who does? I mean, Vans is really slowing down. You know, I tell you, Carl, PVH had a good quarter last week. Ralph Lauren had a good quarter. Uh, I think Lulu's quarter is going to be great this week. This company has lost its way. And I think that North Face is losing chair to Columbia. And I really think that this was the premier name in the group. And they got to they gotta calm this thing down.
2: Please. Yeah, we're going to look for uh, some color out of Lulu and RH, where we tend to get a lot of color. I just want RH to be Gary Friedman,
3: note to Gary Friedman, calm down. Everything will be fine. You're fine. Stuff you think that's, that's the tone he's going to give? Well, I want him to not feel like, I mean, this stuff is fantastic. I mean, just be, I mean everyone else is worried about China, and 40% manufacturing down for U.S., uh, he's been, he moved out. I think that what Gary has to do is recognize, like William Sonoma, there will become another day. The, you know, there, Tomorrow is another day. You know, kind of like a going to win thing. You know? um, do you have any insight on
0: this VF? I don't. I don't unfortunately, it does appear that intrigue? he was. It do, appear that it was like don't let the door hit you on the way out. I it don't was, know, you know. I mean, the less last... to move immediately like that and put up,
3: uh, you know, okay. a, a lead independent director as your interim CEO. Okay, I think you raise a great point. Uh, and here's my VF file. And, uh, okay, so on October 26th, they gave a very negative outlook. And it was a big cut. People thought it was almost a kitchen sink cut. There's no way it could be worse than that. Yeah. And they just took that, and they just slashed that October 26th forecast to ribbons. Wow. Um, so now you're talking about 318. Now it's good last year. Going to go to 2 bucks, 220. Yeah. I mean, I, and then they talk about balanced performance. It, it, I would not have used that term. I would not say balanced performance. Yeah, they originally were looking for as much as five
0: to six percent constant dollar right. revenue increases in fiscal second and, half
3: of fiscal year 23. Right now they're looking for three to four percent. Yeah, well they thought it was going to do, and that was already down as you say. Yeah, they thought they were going to do 240, 250. They took that; to, it had been. Exp, uh, they thought that they could do maybe even over three. Now they're down to two dollars to two dollars and twenty cents. This is a company that really needs to get its act together. Now Ben Odora, when he left Clorox, he left Clorox, did a pretty good job. Uh, but this... CEO of Clorox for about six years. Yes, yeah. but th- this is one I'm I'm stymied by because we all knew that VF Corp was the gold standard for a very long time. Uh, so we got to follow this. I know apparel uh, is important to people because we're trying to figure out how strong uh, Black Friday is. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot. Of, like Mike Wilson is. I keep referring to Mike Wilson because he, he's had the hot, the hot hand, and he did correctly call this move up. But Do we think
0: there are some co- algos built on Mike Wilson? You know, my point being that whatever he says. They, I think there's probably a Wilson. Somebody point. sort of yeah. said, is there an algo pro, staple to Michael Wilson? Pro-net, pro, net, pro, <laughs> they, pro did up, Wilson. they did
2: upgrade China, uh, at Morgan Stanley, that is. Uh, I
3: think China yeah. is, uh, look, I think that they found a way out. It was a brilliant way out. Although oh, Deutsche Bank downgraded Starbucks way too soon. I, I think that was just a very big mistake because Starbucks is going to have a great quarter. Yankees yeah. uh, going, but, quantum but they do, to one twelve. This is an
0: important call—the overweight call from Morgan Stanley on China. It's not Mike Wolf. I think it's very important. Uh,
3: it's uh, their base cases.
0: They're at the beginning of a. Mul- were, uh, they being China the beginning of a multi-quarter recovery in earnings revisions and valuations with a decent return on equity improvement, and they uh, further increase exposure to consumer as reopening beneficiaries. Uh,
3: continue to, and they continue to recommend add, adding allocation to offshore Chinese equities. So what do you think about the idea, and Brian Sullivan's doing some excellent work, that you should forget about what OPEC Plus does and just say the numbers that you just talked about mean that China's going to become at least a million barrel a day more used, And that is the one that is going to upset the apple cart, move oil up, because that's why I think oil's up. Nothing out of OPEC Plus. Right. And I, I do think that, you know, Carl, one of the things that we had going for us against uh Inflation. It, it, it was oil. We don't want to see that go up because that makes Jay's job, you know, the 50 basis point seems to be um, feeble. But at the same time,
0: China is pot- potentially loosening its covid restrictions to some extent. You. You still have yes. long stories. The Journal did one on, on Apple, for example, perhaps the most Oh, my important God. And moving, then, trying to you know, figure it. And many companies at least no longer relying on it, no longer believing that they can rely on it to be their it, it's sole source. It's extraordinary. If not main source of supply. It doesn't mean they're going to easily figure out a way to reshore in other areas.
3: I think it's uh, a major story because but China, this is the win that, that President Trump wanted. Except they're not coming to the
0: United States. No,
3: but, no, but I'm, well, no, I mean, that reshoring, would, That David. would be a win. Reshoring I'm saying on other shores. It doesn't mean on these shores. No, I'm just saying that you, they never made iPhones here. They wanted to hobble here. China. They wanted to hobble China. That's
2: well, actually, um, U.S., as a percentage of global fixed asset investment, is getting is back to the highs where China entered the WTO. I think that's very significant.
3: Yeah. And don't forget, the the anecdotal Tesla, uh, t- Tesla slowing in China, accelerating here, that's not lost on people, David. No.
0: You know what it would, uh, an iPhone would cost if we made it here in the United States? Okay. What do you want to go for? Three, four, much? Four whatever Verizon, increase? The 4, bucks. Verizon pays for. By the way, you see the TSMC in, in Arizona and the trouble that that company's having, trying to create a $12 billion plant to get up and running no, for just this this next all, year. You
3: know, it's just about It's just about applied materials
0: and lamb. And that's the real essence of America. No, it's also technology. about finding the right engineers. Well, for we don't have, we have a lot of engineers. They're
3: actually so. taking them from Taiwan. Well, you can, it's a sad commentary. Well, they, a lot of the engineers were probably trained here, and then they leave. I don't want to get into immigration. It's just wow. that's just such a political hot button. It is. But I mean, Powell
2: talked about how important it was last week. Well, we have a supply problem. You know, I'm enough yeah. workers. yeah. I which, think that, which rate hikes don't fix. I know. I mean, no. look
3: at Raytheon. I mean, Raytheon is now starting to get the orders that they thought they'd get for uh, NATO, so to speak, which you know could mean Ukraine, but they can't find the engineers. Well, look, anyone who became an engineer during your era? I had a a number of uh, friends who were engineers
0: at Tufts. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they worked really hard, too. Was it Union positions? Then they all went into financial services, of course. They all became like private equity guys. Yeah, they left that behind. So your point's a
3: good one. Yeah. Yeah. Private equity. We haven't even touched on
0: Blackstone.
2: No, but, but let's do engineering uh, really quick on Tesla. Yes. Uh, on the, the, railroad biggest, strike? <laughs> the <laughs> no. biggest pre-market laggards this morning. Some of these published reports today say the automaker is set to cut December Model Y output at Shanghai by up to 20 percent uh, from the previous month amid waning demand in China. By the way, the company has since come out and said that that report is, quote, untrue. Uh, well,
3: there you go. Look, I mean, that that number is pre the reopening. Uh I like to buy Tesla on that. I think that's a great opportunity to buy Tesla because I think the opening is going to do well. Uh, I continue to hear. I mean, Twitter. I have to go there, David. You know, they have like about a quarter of the people they had, and it's still Twitter tweeting, still working. It still hasn't broken. No, no, it hasn't broken. You
0: get in it. I, I don't know what's Eagles going pictures. on underneath there. I mean, you never know. But wouldn't it be amazing if he just literally it could collapse at how moment. to do it with like nobody? It would be amazing. Yeah. They, they but of course, when you don't have any advertisers, you also don't have to really watch. I hear people coming back. Really? Well, yeah, have you heard that? No, no. I haven't. Small. But I still, I still use it in the same way I always have, which is
3: I view. Yes, mostly re- re- <laughs> I don't tweeting, really like my, to my say much. Column. Carl's
0: more active because anytime Carl's
3: you do, col- people misunderstand you, don't follow you. Usually, and great 5 to 6, six a.m. is Carl time.
2: Carl, time.
3: Well, that's when you post your best
2: stuff. I it. I, I'm just writing it down to remember it later in case I need to search. I, think it's I really am not interested in whether other people read it. Well, I
3: read it, and I'd say, okay, good. There's something I can talk about. <laughs> you still monitor your mentions column, or
0: no? Oh,
2: yeah, very closely.
3: I, I, I monitor my mentions column from from uh, Byberry Hospital. That was an old mental hospital that they managed to close, which was good. That's big.
2: On that note, when we come back, the uh, Sam Bankman free tour uh, could soon be heading to Capitol Hill. He says he will testify before lawmakers about the FTX collapse, although maybe not on the timeline lawmakers have in mind. Take a look at the pre-market here as we get set for a very busy week with uh, PPI coming up on Friday. Bunch of sell-side conferences, the Georgia Senate runoff and a lot more. We're back in a minute.
1: Every day.
2: As you know, FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried has been making the round since the collapse of his crypto exchange. One of his future stops might be Capitol Hill. In response to a tweet from House Financial Services Chair Maxine Waters calling on him to testify before her committee December 13, Bankman-Fried tweeted, Once I have finished learning and reviewing what happened, I would feel like it was my duty to appear before the committee and explain. I'm not sure that will happen by the 13th, but when it does, I will testify.
3: Interesting. So in other words, he had not learned when he was speaking to Andrew Ross Sorkin last week. Uh, David, I think this is one of the more quizzical stories I've ever seen. Not unlike Martin Shkreli, who, Martin also, Shkreli. Okay. who also did not really have that kind of reputation that you would necessarily want. Martin is still in jail. That I don't know.
0: Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm pretty sure he still is. Um, well, I just think that whether SBF, I love that. Uh, yeah. He's reviewing whether, the situation. He continues to believe that remember somehow... Remember that song
0: from Oliver? He's reviewing the situation.
3: Yeah. yeah, Right. I like that. I am reviewing... Well, can I just break up that song for a second? And, Sorry. And say that... Did someone tell him that intent matters? Yeah. Yeah, you've made what? that point. Well, I mean, like, if he just watches Law & Order or whatever, Law & Order Vegas or CSI, you know, Omaha, it doesn't, doesn't take much to know that intent is not really a factor. No. Whether you meant... To or not if you yeah. did it yeah he, I mean if you did the crime you I can, would go for if I have him. to do the time right. it's, t- it's time really to Keep go for s- so don't do it no <laughs> don't do it but I think there's maybe a mental defense he could use because he keeps talking By the way he is he still in jail too Robert Blake <laughs> I have no idea it oh, okay. well, must he, be or is he yeah. I think that you know he could <clears throat> I think he can plead insanity frankly who Sam Bankman free oh yeah he's insane that he keeps talking to the media I mean, why don't we just send him something right now? This direct message him. See if he won't call in. I mean, you, know, you don't do that. Only a, someone who is insane would continue to talk to the media. Mm.
2: By, by the way, as for Bitcoin, uh, hit seventeen four this morning. That's the highest since November eleven. Oh, that's good. That's, uh, you did have time. Tim Draper say two fifty k in the coming year. Yeah, they the, never stopped. The dam these guys. is about to break.
3: Well, I just think that there's. I think that when I read the research say on Coinbase. Uh, read who's owed money. You ever like read the stories like the FT? Someone's owed nine hundred million dollars. I mean, there are a lot of people who are owed many other people. And to me, uh, like, well, what is Fidelity doing with crypto? I don't know what Fidelity's doing with crypto. Well, I mean, like, I think what are they doing? I think it's time to just say, you know what? Why don't you cash in your crypto while it's still cash inable? for it really just. We, uh, we had a combination SPAC and crypto
0: today that w- went down. Uh, Was it Tom Bob Diamond's? No, Bob Diamond's, uh, the Circle. Circle Internet Financial and Concord Acquisition. But they're uh, not going to go Have in? announced the mutual termination of their proposed business combination. Circle plays a key role in the blockchain's
3: disruption of financial services. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, look, Circle's not- going to join you, Carl. You see the um, Far Peak Acquisition, you know, it's Tom Farley. They have one that's still kind of. You know, you should still get, it's like almost a 10 bucks. So this one's on hold. Uh, David, I think it's time to rethink the notion of getting into some of those secondary coins that we often put up. The secondary coins have been a concern for you for some time. Well, because there's billions of dollars <clears throat> in secondary coins. And to me, that's, I know we really have to go, but I will say this. What a great time to take your money out of those.
2: Bring the register. Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll get Kramer's Mad Dash as we count down to the opening bell on this uh, busy Monday. Take a final look here at Futures. More Squawk on the Streets back in a moment.
1: What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with P. Jim, a leading global asset manager.
0: All right, let's get to it. Our first mad
3: dash of the week as we get ready for an opening bell about a minute and a half from now. Where are you headed? Well, I'll tell you, people are starting, of course, talking about their best ideas for next year. And I think Cowan has a very cogent piece out today. Young brands uh, doing many things right, uh, talking about key metrics that should win. Taco Bell, maybe up to uh, 8.5% comps. Consensus is much lower. And David, here, some of the parts. Remember those things, I SOTP? Do. Of course. Uh, we got uh, KFC at 85, Taco Bell fifty five, 55, Pizza Hut at 14. That rounds out to 155. The stock's been straight up. And I like this call because Yum is asset light, and uh, just a fantastic place in terms of uh, inexpensive places to eat right. that, I ha- that I happen to like, frankly. Yep.
0: Uh, and not to be confused with Yum China no, Holdings, like, U-M-Y-U-M-C, no. right. well, which, the way, as you might imagine, uh, actually is hung, hung in there pretty hung well, given well. everything going well, on. One there. of the
3: things that's amazing is that Europe, I was watching our five o'clock, excellent 5 o'clock show, and Europe's been quite strong now for many months, which is very odd, right. and YUM has a lot of Europe. So I think this is a great idea. I'm all in favor of it.
2: Let's get the opening bell this morning at the CNBC Real-Time Exchange. At the big board, it is P10, a private market ins- markets investment firm celebrating its first listing anniversary. And at the NASDAQ, Valneva, a specialty vaccine company. As we're gonna open right around 4070, Jim, Speaking of restaurants, I know you mentioned earlier this downgrade of Starbucks over at Deutsche to hold. Well, look, I mean, one of the things that's happened is Starbucks has been a
3: straight-up stop. And I totally understand the desire to say, you know what, that's enough. But I want people that when you have a winner like Starbucks, which where everything's going right, stick with it. Because if they're just opening China, the numbers that they can put up in China are rather extraordinary. So I, I think that the... Uh, the downgrades they'll advise versus what may be one of the great stocks for 2023.
2: They actually upped their target just a touch. Yeah, I know. Uh, I mean, that's why
3: I don't like I don't like downgrades where you have to raise your target. And I think that Starbucks has got great leadership. And this is really, uh, after a slowing period, China is going to be so good for them. You know, they do well in Milan, which is really the capital of coffee.
2: Well, that's where uh, Schultz got his
3: original inspiration, Isn't right? Isn't that something? He was in there a couple weeks ago, and the roastery's there. And it's very exciting time for Starbucks. I really don't want people to leave Starbucks on this. I, my chapel trust owns it. I really much, very much want to. Right. Careful Turn it there. You, the look, mall, right? you look like you're calling no, be, the cops or no, something there. I'm turning my phone off because oh, I'm don't. tired of, like, getting done. You don't get, I don't like to watch our show and also text. I know you and you don't like it when I do it either. Well, that's why I did. It It was kind of yeah. an affront to David. You, David, when are we going to get to Blackstone? We're just not going to talk about it at all. You want to talk about Blackstone again? What, well, because I have wealthy individuals so who are trying
0: to figure out what to do. I thought um, you could help them. Uh, you're talking about the B-REIT product. The and B-REAT. by the way, uh, people may have seen as well. Again, these are not publicly traded. These are became enormous REITs or in the case of B-REIT it did, which is one reason why we followed it closely. It was obviously a very... Um, well-received option in a low-yield environment, but that has changed significantly. Nonetheless, many of their investments have been valued above, certainly, even where they bought them at, not to mention well above the publicly traded REIT complex, so to speak. Right. But right. we've seen weakness in the stock recent sessions because, Against of course, it, they had to it. put some well, gates up, um, which was part of what... There are RIAs who are investing their clients' money, most likely new in terms of 5% of net asset value during a quarter, 2% during a month. Nonetheless, not a great look, Jim. The question is, and I'll put it to you, you know, are people looking to sell these products now because obviously they can get higher rates other places. Right. um, And or they know right now where the marks are. They can benefit if they can get out because there are lower marks to
3: come. I hate to say it, but I think it could be the latter. Uh, because we just don't know about what's the core underneath it when it was valued. Land. Well, it's
0: a lot of rental. Uh, it's a lot of mm-hmm. rental housing and I think warehouses, big, industrial. I mean, Mar-
3: SL Green today cut its dividend. SL Green's a very good company.
0: SL Green though, owns a lot of B class well, uh, real estate in New York and City. And people are not
3: coming back, and that's not where you want to be. You know, I just this ki- not coming back this weekend. Dealing with a lot of people in business where just keep saying, listen, we can't get people to come back. I mean, Carl. Even now, Jim, really. I always felt that when you are a boss and you ask people to come back, that meant, well, you either come back or you don't have a job. It doesn't work like that anymore. I don't understand why that is.
2: You say, are you arguing that the the, the new policies at Snap and Salesforce are are hollow? Uh, Well, no, I
3: I think that basically we're in a new era where uh, you can declare that you're gonna come in three days and people say, well, wait a second, of course. You don't do that much in the office anyway. You should be out on the road drumming up business. I've been hearing that from companies where selling's involved. Like, what are you doing in the office anyway? Right. We want business. Right, but get out It's there. a good way to force people out to make sales calls. But to your point, we hear it
0: consistently, most buildings are nowhere, closer in major metropolitan areas are 50, 60% max occupied on a given day. Now, listen, they were rarely at 100% pre-pandemic because to your point, there were always people traveling, but we're just never getting back to that higher level. Some financial services companies uh, have been more successful in getting people back at least four days a week. But uh, it's a new world,
3: and what it really
0: means longer term for commercial office space is a great question.
3: Right. I mean, we're next to one uh, wall, which was the old Bankers Trust, a hallowed building. And uh, it is, uh, I don't know, condos, who knows, I mean, where are they going to find all the people who want to be down here if they don't have the jobs? They're not. Now, conversions down in this area have been very strong in terms of then, taking
0: what were these older buildings and making them residences. The question becomes for the buildings built in the 60s and other places in the 70s, they're much more difficult to convert into residential and very expensive. And no, so this point. is a key question for, the, for, that, for that sector. Um, the, the highest A-class continues to see Hudson Yards is doing okay. One Vanderbilt here on 42nd Street doing well. And if you build something really nice people still seem willing to pay okay well then you know yeah. i mean so it's a rational market to some degree but
3: the the occupancy is going to be very is uh is a question. well it's just I, I i'm more interested in the the new change in uh in hierarchy where there are people at the top who wanted very much for people to come back and fail and that meant that the it wasn't that the younger people said no it was that tier where they might next be running the firm they kind of just said, no, we're the, not
0: listening to you. It's the people particularly who have younger kids or have a commute who are much more resistant. Right. The younger people at this point, I think, have woken up those who want to have a career. At least the ones I, I talked to. It's all anecdotal, I but agree. I talked to who say, I want to be in the office. But if I'm not going to learn right. anything, there and there's nobody anybody. to teach
3: me. Yep. In the meantime, the, the area that, that uh, Mike Wilson, to beat that dead horse, Uh, He says, why not own the safety stocks? And yet the premier safety stock of this year so far has been PepsiCo. And uh, down very, very hard. Worth noting, because that is kind of where Mike says you should be. Mike. Mike, my my pal Mike. Uh, but I do think PepsiCo's had too much to move, but that is the one to watch. It's a very good stock.
2: Well, how much of that is pegged to, for example, what Rodney McMullen of Kroger said last week, and that is inflation's going to moderate, right. and some of those margins at grocers, for example, are going to soften?
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, I do know that you still, everything that goes into PepsiCo, every aspect of it's come down, but they only replace once a year. So if you're going to think about what to be in in 2023, don't give up the ship PepsiCo. I think they're going to have the gross point. They'll, Headwinds turned to tailwinds in 2023 for them, uh, for Coca-Cola, too. There's a lot of companies that are going to have very good numbers next year. And people don't understand that what went into a, a product has all come down. Everything. Um,
0: guys, we are getting we have a couple of conferences. UBS has got their annual media conference going on. Our boss, Jeff Shell runs NBCU, making some comments on the ad market that uh, may be worth sharing. Ad markets gotten worse over the last month or so. Hard to figure out if that's because of macro conditions or rather because people are just uncertain. He says he thinks it's more uncertainty um, and basically said fourth quarter is where we're seeing some weakness, where our EBITDA will be challenged more than we thought. Although looking at 2023, Mr. Shell says, it's not that worrisome. I'm not that concerned, pretty comfortable with 23, but the fourth quarter will be a little worse. By the way, uh, Peacock, the streaming service, reaches 18 million paid subs, up from 15 million at last quarter. Comcast, our parent company, did get an upgrade today. Yeah, Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo, upgrade, upgrade. By upgrade. the way, it was a good call on their part to have it as a, as a, a neg- you know, a, a, not even an equal weight, an underweight. Now they're at equal weight. Less negative on cable, more negative on NBCU, is the subhead of the piece. And you work for who? I work for the uh, NBC Universal Company and have for quite a long period of time. Yeah, Um, but you've heard about the ad market there. Uh, Comcast shares, which actually have been on a bit of a tear lately. That's why
3: I think that that was a kind of like, I don't want to miss the cover in the short, uh, dividend good. Buyback is yes. said is a little mu- muted. Look at that. See move. the buyback a little muted. Yes, a little muted. What is on the that buyback? about? I mean, if the stock's so cheap, why be in there? Hand over fist.
0: Well, there is a belief that that is part of the strategy, particularly if you're not going to do something on an MN, on the M and A front. Of course, the the go to for every banker is you got to figure out a way to spin out NBCU into something else, merge it, create scale and streaming. Paramount's the name that comes up most that, often. Too? That's something yeah, that. I, think, I think you got to think about it, of course, but there's plenty of gating issues as to why it becomes a more difficult transaction. Um, guy's also worth that. turning to Disney because they, it, oh, the company did late last piece. week, it's 10K, and a, a couple of analysts have weighed in. And I thought, you know, Barclays sort of focused on this uh, acceleration of the rate of amortization of their of certain content at Disney essentially means they're sort of changing the way they view the lifetime, the the overall uh, how valuable over what period of time is their content. and So uh, if they tuck in on the amortization, right, shorten it a bit, that's going to have the impact potentially of uh, of changing uh, earnings guidance. And remember, it was the earnings guidance in particular that shocked so many people. Um, Barclays says, and you just read it there, uh, one of the reasons why Disney's recent operating income guidance for next year was significantly lower than consensus expectations was because of that perhaps acceleration of the rate of amortization in early periods uh, for their content. They go on to say at Barclays, this is not just a Disney issue, this is something uh, that other uh, media companies as well uh, most likely are doing could be meaningful. They all try and figure out what's the value of my content in the streaming world. And, and how you thought, long can and what I monetize it over? Nathan's
3: piece. I looked at it. That
0: pretty was amazing. Well,
2: far less profitable company than we expected. That was Half the net income we thought they'd generate in fiscal '22. Yeah. Only 12% of the free cash flow compared to their prior. They, need a, they need a catalyst there.
3: They need a catalyst. They need something that says that. Okay, look, we Biker's not going to be a catalyst. Well, you have to take each division and say, listen, we've got a, we have a lot of people in these divisions. Yeah. There's too many people, too many divisions. I don't know. I look at it. I read that piece the Moffat Davidson. Yeah. And I it, said, talk about having your work cut out for you.
0: Even though they t- they try to be positive in the Moffat Davidson right. piece. Yeah, tried to away. be
3: positive.
2: Target of one twenty yeah. over at Moffat.
3: Yeah. Well, you know, Tannehill ran for more yards than Derrick you know, um, Henry. And tried to be positive. Yeah. Tannehill but running, so. and if you are
0: interested, there is always. A lot more information in the company's 10K for Disney. That's right. The case. But that, Again, I thought that that last that week.
3: Those pieces uh, taken together, where my Chapel trust owns it, we're just uh, one more of like the beatings will continue until morale improves. Um,
2: speaking of upgrades and downgrades, uh, uh, truest ups MGM to buy. They go to fifty. Right. A lot of the casinos, Jim, benefiting today from this uh, Macau optimism. Yeah,
3: yeah. The, my Chapel trust can follow, of course, by joining the CBC Investment club. Uh, owns Win and it had been a disaster, and then suddenly it's not a disaster. And I'm um, uh, anti-disaster and pro-non-disaster. I think that Wynn also has the tell me for Tata, maybe something's going on there. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, it doesn't like, matter. Yeah. You know, the problem is Wynn is not run by that that mob that used to run it that I liked so much. The Steve Wynn, Maddox, this guy Craig Billings is good, but I loved it. You know, it took a, sold some of the land of Boston. I think that there's a lot of good stuff here. But at the same time, what a run, so be careful. Sure um, the Apple are up, guys, bucking the overall trend in the market at this well, point. Well, David, when are they going to pre-announce? That's the way every single one of these pieces reads. I mean, give me a break.
0: I mean, and they, they would pre-announce they, because, what, they're not going to be able well, to meet the, the, iPhone well, demand I mean, as a result of gone, the problems?
3: The there's so much demand. I mean, look, if you, you wanna Verizon, ATT, T-Mobile, I mean, those are people when you buy uh, a phone. Fo- you get your phone through them. I'm thinking of switching. I switch to T-Mobile. I make, you know, I make some John Ledger happy and I get a new phone. John Ledger has nothing to do with T-Mobile anymore. No, but he's like. You'll make Mike Sievert happy. Oh, yeah. no. Mike's, absolutely. I just mean, John Ledger tweets a lot. Mike Sievert would be I love John Ledger. Mike Sievert did a big deal with Salesforce. Not that anybody cares. Not that anybody cares. Because it was just business um shares of Alibaba also up
0: again guys as was a result well, of this resurgence of uh, hope and enthusiasm involving the uh, Chinese economy yeah you're
3: dubious well, no it's just that they get you in the party gets you in the party decides okay enough money's been made but I think the party determines the prices it's not the pajama parties people pub- think the party determines the prices the party determines. But remember when the party decided they drew? Remember when they used to be very chartist oriented? The party? And they'd be like, "Wow, we got to like put a floor under this because this could be a head and shoulders pattern soon." Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the Chinese.
2: They, yeah, Tianping they
3: is a known
0: is a known technical analyst. I, you know, yeah, you're, you're, a you're, lot of on
2: I mean, the Morgan Stanley upgrade of China today. They point to a bunch of things. One is COVID relaxation. Property it's market real. stabilization, it's real. That's regulatory wrapping up. Those are all policy driven. All, look, I
3: think that everything that was done is exactly what you needed to do. You needed to be able to find a face-saving way to open, and it's very easy. This this strain is just the flu. So
2: that's his I, out. That's, that's she's out. out. It was
3: brilliant because uh, at advantage of being true. This strain is just the flu. David, right. I, I started, I'm, no, well, I'm not saying I'm not as careful, but I, I just feel like that it, they should be more boosted. But if it's just the flu, you can call it the flu. It's yeah. the party. The party determines whether it's the flu or whether it's, see, the party, it's kind of a totalitarian regime. It I'm is. It, on is. That. it is a, uh,
0: yes, high surveillance, very high. They can even surveil you when you're wearing a mic, um, a mask. Excuse me. They can well, still figure out who you are. They it's amazing. The, they have the ability. To, 5G, by
3: the way. They have part, the ability to recreate you and say, "I really love the regime," even though you're an opponent of the regime. They can create you and it looks like you and has them. You can say, "I really love this regime. I didn't like it, but now I love it." Hmm. it doesn't have to be you yet.
2: Pretty fascinating. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of all that, dollar index today still below 105. I it's going to be awfully close to the June 28 low. I think that
3: people have to start realizing that if it stays down, when the companies report in January, that is, is another, ta- tailwind. another yes. tailwind. And I think that that's why I don't like the super negative pieces that I've been reading. Because they seem to be out of sync with the idea that the dollar doesn't matter. I mean All the raw costs. Raw costs are all lower. Remember, freight slower. How about containers? How about containers? What are the they, they doing?
2: Down huge. Yeah, containers.
3: Gasoline's flat for the year, right? right? Look, I think that there's a lot of good stuff happening, but nah, the analysts, analysts, they they want to fight the tape. Don't fight the tape. And the Fed's pretty much laid out the course. Fed's laid. <clears throat> See last yes. week. Yeah, really. but that
0: employment number on Friday was. Yeah, but he obviously he said, listen, that, it's good. You know, 50. a lot of now people saying the terminal rate may be above 5%. I know you're not there. No, I'm not. No, not with the
2: PMI this week. Well, speaking of which, we're getting services PMI right now. Let's get to Rick Santelli. Hey,
1: Rick. Hi, Carl. Indeed, these are November final reads. Remember, the mid-month read was the fifth consecutive month in a row that... Both the composite and services were under 50 in contraction mode. That remains the same. So, the 46.1 mid-month read gets replaced with 46.2. That is still the weakest level uh, going back uh, towards uh, August for both these indices. And 46.4 is for the composite. 46.3 was the mid-month. So, both reads improved one-tenth. They're still the weakest that we've had going back to the summer, and they still represent the fifth month of contraction. You can see that Despite that weakness, we see interest rates moving up towards the highs of the session for a 10-year note that's at 357. So we continue to see the markets somewhat out of sync with both the Fed discussions and, in many ways, some of the very weak PMIs. But Squawk on the Street will return after a short break. Some of this morning's laggards we've already walked you
2: through. There's VF Corp on that guide down and CEO transition uh lauren's there as well uh, and tesla uh despite those reports uh about shanghai production cuts that the company denies we'll get stopped trading with jim after a short break don't go away
3: it's time for jim and stop trading no less important from firms today we reaffirmed that they uh, think that Lulu's going to have a fantastic quarter and reports on the eighth uh, i agree with that i think this opportunity that it's down seven may be um what the doctor ordered because i think that when you get that many firms that are saying good things, you've got to believe that this could be a terrific quarter. Uh, this is not to be confused at all with the F Corp. This is what people wear uh, at home or even at the office because they've got kind of casual pants. And I think they've got a terrific terrific TTC. This, this is, I actually think Muir is going to be breakout.
2: Uh, still on the expensive side of apparel. True,
3: yeah. but I think that the higher end has really held up very well here. And Lulu is a premier brand that does not seem to actually trade with apparel at all. I mean, it Kind of trades as a look, like an LVMH. Mm-hmm. nodding.
0: Well, I was just thinking M- of VF, H- which we talked about. I to see well, VF is doing. different. Yeah, yes. but
3: it's apparel. I mean, it's, it's well, it's clothing. It, is that really the same as apparel? No. Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. the meanwhile, some of these texts. Marvell down. You know, Marvel
2: cut their numbers last week. Stock's now above where it was. Yep. So uh, it's a busy tech. week for tech. Intel's oh. going to present at UBS uh, later in the week. Jim. Nice, By the way, nice we, should, we really didn't cover um, the market's reaction after the jobs number Friday and sort of the, the way in which it escaped what could have been a worse. I, session. I,
3: I still think that, that the Fed chairman de-risked what would have been a terrible, terrible situation. And I just I was shocked. But everyone's just kind of said, well, you know what, we have a hot market. I think David's terminal rate versus non terminal rate is very important. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see oil rallying. Oil well, you think down. oil might, based on the opening up well, of the Chinese just, economy, right? Opening the Chinese economy it's, is the yeah. most important thing. It's happening right
2: now. You had been, I wonder if you think now 80 is a floor or a ceiling at this point.
3: Well, I'll tell you, oil did touch very low. Um, and yeah, I mean I think it probably seemed, I would like maybe it's seen its low for the year. Right? Uh, if China's really back on, then China will take all that oil from Russia, and instead of uh, sending it back to Europe and marking it up, they'll actually use it. I know that coal, by the way, is making such a comeback. Coal.
0: Coal. Coal. Well, the Europeans need it as well. Right.
3: Well, that's why CSX is doing well. Norfolk Southern, we get upgrades to those almost every day. Mm-hmm. These ha- are very exciting stocks, too, the rails.
2: It has gotten colder in Europe. They yes. benefited from some warm temperatures. but. That seems to have ended for now. Watch,
3: watch the rails. Union Pacific's down a lot today. That's probably a mistake. Norfolk Southern, we got some positive commentary. There's some real good things going on. People just don't want to believe in them. Meantime, you got a busy one tonight. Oh, my God. Look, so Splunk is, is exactly this area that I'm most worried about. You, you know I'm worried about the kind of enterprise software. Yes. Uh, the area I'm least worried about is, is uh, makeup. David Kimball's doing an amazing job at Ulta. What a fantastic work. And then, you know, prices prices for chicken wings have come down a great deal so that is it's wing stops moment for a moment
2: a yeah, big piece in the washington post over the weekend about gasoline wings apparel
3: i had a lot of wings this weekend i felt very good at the game yeah the wings were fantastic <laughs> thank you donna the wings were fantastic this
2: weekend. That's congratulations by the way a thank you one. i
3: oh i don't know how he rose <laughs> yeah it was all you <laughs> well, Richard Fisher said we 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 did really well I mean, last night.
0: Highly Richard I mean, Fisher is very I, involved with what the Dallas Cowboys doing on the field as well. Right? Yeah, he's, he's out there. CD Lamb was he's lateral in shape, shape <laughs> but I mean, <laughs>
2: we'll see it tonight, Jim. Bad money, six p.m. When we come back, don't miss Morgan Brennan's exclusive with Palantir's Alex Karp. Uh, get his take oh, on defense, war wow. uh, in Ukraine, and the stock. Dow's down 276. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street.